0: Rio Rancho Radio 92.9 We are brought to you this morning by United Plumbing and Heating, TJ's Evergreen Herbal Market, and Pam Harris's Pea Quail Realty, all in Rio Rancho. It is time to find out what is going on in the City of Vision with the mayor of Rio Rancho, Greg Hull. Good morning,
1: Mayor. Good morning, Derek, and good morning, everybody out there. And uh, here we are. The day has arrived. Are you busy this afternoon? I am busy this afternoon. As soon as I get out of church, I'm going to be heading straight over to Haynes Park, and I know you will be too. Yes. And uh, I actually have to leave right
0: away to set up. Right, yeah, you'll be
1: heading. Out here after the show, so I'll drop off at church, and then uh, I'll head out there to Haynes Park. Yeah, so we've got Sunday is Funday. It has arrived. Here we are, August twentieth already. It seems like just yesterday we started talking about this, and, and every year we start talking about it four or five, six months in advance of it, and then all of a sudden it's here. So I just want to remind everybody today, Sunday is Funday is happening today. Kicks off at 12 noon at Haynes Park. And if you are 12 or under, you get in for free. If you are over 12, it's going to cost you $1. And got a lot of great activities that are going to be happening out there today. Uh, And uh, let me remind everybody that there is a raffle going on inside the community center. And you can go over to the community center where the air conditioning will be on, even though it's going to be 96 degrees out there today and mostly sunny. So that's the weather for today. We've been watching it. All week, but hey, look, all week leading up to this, it's been the threat of thunder showers, and today we get a beautiful day and not too hot. You know, normally it's on the hot, (laughs) normally we find some way to do this on the hottest day of the year, but that's not going to happen today. 96 degrees, pretty nice. Well,
0: compared to the 104
1: it was last month. Right. right, yeah. I'm going to tell you, we have nothing to complain about now about the heat because I spent a week in Phoenix. Yeah, well, you know what heat is. <laughs> that was hot. When you step out of a car and it's 118 degrees and the asphalt amplifies that up to about 124, I don't even know the heat over in Phoenix was miserable. But we are here, and this is going to be a beautiful day, and we are excited because it is the Mayor's Sunday is Funday. This is the 18th annual Event So this has been going on almost two decades that this has been going on. And so what an incredible event it is. It's grown from a couple hundred people when it first began to well over, well, I'm going to say somewhere between six and 8,000. I mean, it's really hard to get an exact count, but we know 6,000 because... That's typically the dollars out of all the people that pay a dollar to get in. So not counting the kids, yeah. Yeah, not counting the kids. So you add the kids in, and you typically you know add another thousand, fifteen hundred of that. So it's anywhere between six and eight thousand people. I realize that
0: increases the population of
1: Rio Rancho by about seven <laughs> percent. It does. It does <laughs> for four hours. Yeah. It really does. And once again, if you're in Albuquerque or Corrales or Bernalillo and you're hearing this show this morning, we welcome you to come on out to Haynes Park. It's right across the street from Intel Corporation, and there's gonna Going to be shuttle buses running all up and down the streets. Don't park at Intel. You can, yeah, don't park at Intel. But there's going to be shuttle buses running up and down the streets looking for people to give rides to. So if you see one of the Boys and Girls Clubs buses or another bus that seems to be picking people up, give them a wave and they'll probably stop and give you a ride to the front gate. There will be a handicap accessible parking right up front near the front gate. And we're going to kick off at 12 o'clock with the posting of the colors in the National Anthem. But uh, National Anthem, will kick it off. And we've got a lot of great entertainment. Sparrow Dance Group's going to be out there along with some other entertainment. We've got uh, a DJ out there that's going to be... Playing a lot of music, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And most importantly, we are going to be broadcasting on KDSK right here. So we'll be back on the radio here in a few hours when we get out to Haynes Park, and I'll make sure that I come over to the KDSK booth and uh, give you a shout out and say hello to everybody over the radio. And, yes.
0: and so we're in booth K. Booth Dave K. thought that was clever to put us in yes. booth K for yes. KDSK. Yes, KDSK so, booth K. <clears throat> so if you come in the south entrance.
1: Yeah, and uh, just walk straight in. We're right there. And that south entrance is right there on Grande, and uh, it's gonna. It looks great. It's right there by the the pool entrance. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're excited to see everybody out there later today. It's going to be an exciting day out at Haynes Park. And once again, just tons of activity. I think there's over 140 booths out there, a combination of vendors and nonprofits and people providing information about their various different organizations. It's going to be a really wonderful event when it comes to the different things that are going on. Rio Rancho Animal Resource is going to be out there adopting animals And I'm understanding that there might be a good deal on adopting some animals, so if you're looking for your forever friend, we got our two little dogs, Sheldon and Cooper. We got them from the Animal Resource Center, so they're going to have some lovable, fun, furry friends that you can adopt and take home and give a forever home, to. That'll be fantastic. And then, of course, there's the kickball competition. So oh, yes. I'll be out there. I'm going to be out for the first game. I'm going to leave and let my team try to carry us to another championship. But this year, I'm just going to play the first game. After we do the opening ceremonies for Sunday is Day, I'm going to slide over to Roscoe's Field. We're going to play one round of kickball. And then I'm going to get back out there and go booth to booth and try to say hello to everybody, say hi. And that's and just- what
0: the Mayor's Sunday is Fun Day originally started is so that you could meet whoever the mayor is at the time in an unofficial capacity. Correct. Just shake hands and say hello. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and so absolutely. you're going, going back to that.
1: Yes, because the last two years, I when you're winning the kickball tournament, because it's single elimination, right, and you keep winning, you don't get eliminated. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, the day has gone by, and it's 4 o'clock, and everybody's going home, and you've been on the kickball field all day, and the only people you talk to are the people that happen to swing by the kickball field. So... I like being the one that goes out there and goes booth to booth and talking to everybody that I can. It's a great time for me to get out and just really say hello to all the community members out there. There's going to be a lot of amazing nonprofit organizations there that you can stop in and see what they do. And all the amazing services that they provide to the community, right? Like, say, Sunday's Funday is probably the best event of the year here in Rio Rancho. Everybody's excited. There's going to be lots of food, lots of fun, lots of entertainment.
0: Climbing wall, I understand you'll yep. we'll have out there. Climbing Again, that's wall. That's always fun. And then mechanical then the, bull. The pool will be open, of course. You, you're
1: going to be on the mechanical bull? No. I didn't, me either. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah I, I can't afford to... Potentially break a hip. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> just remember when you were in the
0: dunk tank and then yes. you got a cold.
1: I, I think yeah. I've been challenged by Claire's Closet to a water balloon fight.
0: Well, that might feel good when it's 96 yeah, degrees I, outside. I,
1: I said, I, I can get into a water balloon fight. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Claire's Closet is going to be out there, and I think they've got a water balloon field set up. So yeah. I left them a message saying I accept their <laughs> their challenge to a water balloon fight they probably have snipers all over the place that are <laughs> going to come somebody. out and get me, yeah. right? So,
0: Well, now people listening to you on the radio that want to come meet you, how will they know you? Are going to have your Mayor Quimby Sash on? It says Mayor? No, no Mayor no.
1: Quimby Sash, but I do have a shirt that has Greg Hull, Mayor of Rio Rancho, <laughs> oh, okay. on it, so yeah, it's not work. real big. It's on yeah. It's on there, but most people do recognize me when I'm walking around. Uh, well, if
0: you live in Rio Rancho, Yes, do you do? yes, yeah.
1: yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, I'll be out there and I'll probably be the guy with Lots of people surrounding me ask me questions yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to be wearing the suit and tie
1: no no suit and tie you know, I know it's it's too hot it's too hot no i'll be more in i think tennis shoes and cargo shorts are going to be more my speed for this event so after i get done with church i'm going to slide over to the house get changed real quick and then head to haynes park so i'm not in church clothes when i'm out there on the kickball no, that, field <laughs> that wouldn't be good
0: so do a, a mental survey when you talk with people so we can talk about this next week what is the most asked question when
1: people come up to talk to you? What do they want? to probably when are you going to pave my street? But... Yeah, that's yeah. I, I could take a bet on that right now that yeah. it's going to be uh, Hey, when are you going to pave my street? Look, I do have a lot of discussions with people about roads when I'm out and about throughout the community. And you know, As a matter of fact, we're going to talk a little bit about roads today because we've got some projects coming forward that need to be talked about, but there's just, there's so much stuff going on. For example, I think it's Wednesday, Slim Chickens is opening up. So Mm -hmm. that's coming up here in a couple of days. They're supposed to be opened up. And so that's a new restaurant here in Rio Rancho. Where's that? Uh, Slim Chickens. It's over there. It's the new place right behind the Alon 7-Eleven. On Wellspring, kind of right there when you go to Matucci's.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay, it's that gotcha. new building
1: that's mm-hmm. going in right there behind the Seven Eleven. As you turn back in there to go to Dutch Brothers Coffee right. and Taco Cabana, it's going to be right there. That's yeah. kind of turning into a little food food yeah. area, food row. It is. Yeah, yeah so you've got that opening up and you know as we talked about last week we've got sprouts coming to town that's very exciting news there we're very excited to welcome sprouts to the community i do want to remind everybody i know that today we're talking a little bit about sunday's fun day but as we get into the meat of the show here i want to remind you to please go out and listen to the podcast and please share the podcast greg hull marivere rancho podcast it's on spotify if you just hit your search engine and type in Greg Hull Podcast, it's going to come right up and you'll be able to listen to past shows. And really what we're trying to do, and and Derek, as we mentioned just a minute ago, I have a lot of discussions with people about roads. I get a lot of emails about roads and I try to call as many of those people back individually as I can, right? And actually I get a lot of very, very positive feedback when I call people back and I kind of go over the plan that we have as we're starting to rebuild these roads and how we're approaching funding them and how we're trying to get everything accomplished in that particular arena, if you will. And there is a process. You and I've talked about it time and time and time again on this show. And so I want to encourage everybody, if you don't have time to listen to the whole show from this point forward, go out and check out Greg Hull, Mayor of Rancho podcast, where You can hear the rest of the show, especially if you're going into church right now. Your pastor or your priest probably doesn't want you listening to your headphones. uh,
0: They should pipe it into the sound system (laughs) before the the sermon.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm sure everybody will love that. Anyway. But yeah, check that out. Yeah, so so many things going on. But just to touch base real quick, I know we spent a lot of time on Sunday's Funday, and I'm excited to see everybody out there later today. But don't forget, we've got a lot of road projects coming forward. We've got Quantum Road, which is over where the police station, that's getting ready to go under construction not too far from now. Enchanted Hills Boulevard, we awarded the contract for that in the last city council meeting. So that's going to go forward. That's a $9 million project uh, oh. to support the neighborhood of Enchanted Hills. So that's going to happen. Spring Road is under construction right now as it's happening. And then Pyrite, which stitches through Vista Hills, is about to get underway as well. So we've got a lot of roads that are about to be queued up. So for the people that live in those particular areas, just want to give you that heads up and start preparing for those alternate routes. that The orange barrels are going up because they call me the orange barrel mayor. So, (laughs) you know, and you know, that's okay. I know that some people go, uh, yeah, you're the Orange Barrel Mayor. And some people mean that in sometimes not the most positive way, but most people mean it in a very positive way. And I remind everybody, you know, we have a road bond that gets voted on every two years and the road bond has passed in the last three cycles in the high 70s so as I say eight out of ten of you approved these barrels
0: <laughs> well and if you didn't put up the barrels they'd be calling you the mayor that doesn't fix the streets
1: right exactly but, you know, no matter what you exactly. do somebody's going somebody exactly
0: however this should be something people are happy about I understand we have some new
1: firefighters yes we do we had a firefighter graduation just this past Thursday evening and we want to welcome the 13 brand new firefighters to the Rio Rancho Fire Department and with these particular firefighters this really kind of completes the cycle that we were doing for opening up station six, which is the station that's located up in the Mariposa area. And so this really helps us get to that staffing level that we need to man that firehouse. And so very excited. Want to welcome each of the new firefighters. They were cadets. They are firefighters. Now a firefighter and some of them are moving on to get the EMT certifications. And many of those firefighters will be to work tomorrow. Wow. So, yeah. That's quick. We have graduation. Then they have the badge pinning. Then they get sworn in. And then it's, here's your assignment. So, right on off to work there, right? That's the way to do it. I'll tell you what. If you've ever looked at the way the firefighters train, it's incredible. They go through a lot. And you watch some of the videos. When you're at the graduation, they play a video of all the pictures that they took and some of the videos that they took of some of the training they went through. And they go through some really difficult scenarios like uh, over behind Loma, Colorado library, I recognize this in the video that they showed at the graduation on Thursday, that they were doing a rescue scenario up that hill of behind Loma, Colorado library. That's a steep hill. Yeah. So they're over there doing rescue scenarios on that hill. And I was like, man, they're in full gear in those heavy, heavy coats, in those heavy, heavy hats and they're out there in the desert trying to pull people up a hill.
0: Yeah. in the sand. It's it was like, well, you know, I found this true when, when I was in college for radio. Uh, it's one thing to learn about it and, and study and go through the classes. And it's another thing to do it. Now theirs is more extreme than what I'm doing, right? but still you actually get and, and start doing this for real. It's like, well, this is, you know, it's a little more than it was in the classroom.
1: Right. Exactly. And uh, the, the endurance levels that these firefighters have to have, it's amazing. And so I just say kudos to each and every one of them. And thank you for, stepping up to serve the community of Rio Rancho. Thank you for investing your lives into helping others. And also, I never say thank you to the firefighters without saying thank you to the families of first responders because the families put a lot on the line as well when you have a first responder that's out in the field. And, you know, one of the things that I talked about in the graduation ceremony, which they do invite me to speak and welcome the graduates, it's a dangerous job. And if you question the danger of it, look how fast the wildfire swept through Maui and Lahaina, And it was just fast. I mean, just boom, 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 oh, yeah. boom. And first responders were all in there trying to do what they could to stop those fires. And it's just a really, really dangerous situation. And I always point out that these first responders, whether they're police, fire, EMT, and really it's fire and rescue. So they do a lot of rescue. They come to help you on your worst possible day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, so
1: <laughs> when you think about it, if they're there and they're they're checking out something, it's because you're having a bad day and they're there to try to make it better. So God bless them, each and every one, for the work that they do. And thank each and every one of them for stepping up and coming forward to serve the citizens of Rio Rancho. We look forward to seeing them out there. And uh, as long as they're not pulling me out of my car. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that, you know,
0: They're there if you need them. That
1: they, they are, they are. And amazing, incredible human beings. And we're grateful for each and every one of them. So yes, we did have the 18th, academy class of Rio Rancho. And, you know, it's very amazing too, because Rio Rancho is really setting the benchmark for training and different things like that. So our academies are top notch in how they train these firefighters and the stuff that they put them through. So the fact that we've got our own academy right here and kudos and and thanks to all the trainers and all the people that are there And a shout out to Chief DeFlippo for all of his hard work, keeping the fire department on track there. So doing a good job.
0: Now we have to take care of some business. We have to make a correction.
1: Yes, so we do have to make a correction. So for the past couple of weeks, I've been telling you that the New Mexico Philharmonic is playing on Labor Day. My bad. It's Labor Day weekend is what I should have been saying. And it's actually on Sunday the 3rd. We've been saying Labor Day the 4th, but it's Sunday the 3rd, Sunday the 3rd. Please, if you shared this information, go to your calendar right now, change the information because I've been saying Labor Day the 4th and I made a note of it wrong and I've been repeating it over and over again. And then somebody this past week said, mayor, it's not the fourth, it's the third. And I said, Oh no, cause I put this on my radio show for the past three or four weeks. And so if you're listening and you're going to that New Mexico Philharmonic concert, it is Sunday the 3rd, the day before Labor Day at Campus Park. It starts at 7 p.m., it runs from 7 to 9, and it's going to be fantastic. I always love it when the New Mexico Philharmonic comes out, and this is an amazing concert that they put on for the citizens of Rio Rancho out at Campus Park, and that's 3200 Civic Center Circle out right next to City Hall or right next to the Rio Rancho Events Center if you go out that way, and what you'd have to do is just get out there probably a couple hours early stake your place in the park set up your folding chairs throw down your blanket and bring a snack if you'd like to and just sit back and relax and enjoy the new mexico philharmonic from 7 p.m to 9 p.m at campus park it's going to be a lot of fun now the last time they were at campus park was the fourth of july and there were fireworks no fireworks on this one so, okay. So, no fireworks. So, anyway, but I do want you to please, if you've shared this information with anybody, I'll be putting a post up on my Facebook page probably later today about the New Mexico Philharmonic being in Rio Rancho on September 3rd, 7 p.m., Campus Park. Once again, September 3rd. That's Sunday. So, that is two weeks from today
0: well, at least we'll be on that day so you can remind everybody yes
1: yeah, yeah. so i'll be on in the morning going hey go out to the new mexico philharmonic i'll be doing the show yes and then we'll also talk about it next week as well. So we'll have next week to make the correction as well. Um, but anyway, well, hey, uh, before we have to wrap up, Derek, I know everybody wants to get to church and then off to Sunday is fun day. But I want to remind everybody, we've still got a lot going on in the city of Rio Rancho, aside from the Sunday is fun day today. Don't forget that we still have movies in the park. September 15th is the last movie in the park. It's Lyle Lyle Crocodile, and that's September 15th in Cavazon Park. So go out there and enjoy that. And then on, once again, September 3rd, Labor Day, we've got the New Mexico Philharmonic at Campus Park, 7 to 9 p.m. And then September 9th at 10 a.m., Haynes Park, which we'll be at today. And by the way, let me remind you, if you're going to Sunday's Fun Day and you want to cool off, the pool is open, so you're going to get to go into the pool if you want to go into the pool and cool off. So, The dollar you plan- it
0: covers it. The yeah.
1: dollar covers right. it, so bring, uh, bring your swimming attire if you're planning on going into the pool there. But that being said, on September 9th, that will be the last day that the pool is open for the summer before we head into winter, and then that's September 9th at 10 a.m., and the pool goes to the dog's and that's uh, when we have pooch plunge and there's going to be some great vendors out there that'll be selling stuff and there'll be some adoption agencies out there once again this is a big adoption event that we do out there from the animal resource center right here in rio rancho and there's a few other adoption agencies that'll be out there some rescues that'll be out there to try to adopt some furry friends out to some forever homes and so we hope to see everybody out there for that as well september 9th 10 a.m That one I have right. That's a Saturday, and it's always a lot of fun to be out there at Pooch Plunge. And like I say, I'm planning on being out there with our two little fur babies. One's name is Sheldon, and the other one is Cooper. And we're going to be out there, and uh, we'll see if they can be encouraged to possibly tiptoe into the water.
0: And uh, it occurred to me that he's so small, he's actually a Mini Cooper.
1: Yes, (laughs) that is true. He's a Mini Cooper with long legs. If you've ever seen him, he's got the longest little legs. It's almost like he's got a little greyhound in him or something. (laughs) Maybe. Long legs. But always something fun, always something going on in the city of Rio Rancho. And we've got a lot of new announcements coming up very soon that we're going to be continuing to share with you along the way. We're hoping to do kind of the final opening of King Road here real soon, because I don't know if you've driven out there, Derek, but that is coming along nicely. I want to remind everybody that that's about a $9 million investment into the Northern Meadows community. It's going to improve traffic flows in there. But at the same point in time, also because of the infrastructure we put in the road, we're hoping that that's also going to attract some investment there that maybe a convenience store or even possibly some sort of grocery store or something mm-hmm. i don't know i can never predict i can, never predict. You,
0: I can the, never predict so that'd be on the um, south side of king there
1: is, is where you're expecting that yeah might happen. both well both corners there you could either say. go on the north e northwest corner or the southwest corner yeah, so you have up. you put in the sewer for both sides
0: Correct. And so if somebody goes on the corner, that becomes an anchor, and then somebody else wants to go to, next to that,
1: Right. That sewer's also available for them. Exactly. So that's been the big drawback, and we've talked about that several times on this show, is that the big drawback to investing in that particular corner is that the lack of utilities. Now that the sewer system's in there, that's going to make things a lot easier for a business to go in and say, oh, okay, I don't have to pay that massive expense to bring the sewer line out to this property. Now that it's already been done, they'll just have to pay their own pro rata share right. of what that pipe cost at that point, and so we're they very excited. Have to do that anywhere, right? Yeah, that's yeah. you're going to have to do that anywhere. Yeah. Well, there's most, already a pipe <laughs> in most development situations. Let, let's see, here's the problem, Derek, and a lot of people I think don't really understand this clearly. Let's say, Derek, you own a piece of property that's a mile and a half away from the nearest water line and the nearest sewer line, and you want to be on the municipal utility. Mm-hmm. All right. And, of course, as a business, you do so much business volume, you wouldn't qualify to put in a septic tank. You might qualify to drill a well, but you wouldn't qualify to put a septic tank. So you come to the city and say, hey, I own this piece of property a mile out here, Mm -hmm. and I want you, city taxpayers, to bring me all the infrastructure so I can open my business. Now, Some people think that's what the city does, and that's where the city says, well, you're opening out in an area that doesn't have utility service, so if you want the utilities out there, you have to pay to get them out there, right? It's because you're the one that's wanting to open the business out there. And if that's where you think the business is going to be successful and you want to go out there then you have to take those utilities out there. That's a business expense that you have to incorporate into your total overall development plan.
0: Something to consider when buying property to put up a building for your business is see if there's
1: utilities Correct, correct. And that has been the drawback because everybody that's looked at this corner in the past, they go, well, I want to build here. Great. Well, where's the sewer line? A mile that way, okay? (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) not good. And well, is the city going to bring that to me? No. And when we say the city... The city, as I've said before in the past, Derek, that's a real easy way to desensitize the idea that it's the taxpayers that pay for this, not the city. The city is the taxpayers. And so the question is more are the taxpayers going to pay to bring this out here? No. But in this particular case, since we were rebuilding the road, it made sense to go ahead and put the sewer line in the road. And then what we can do is we can, instead of charging one company the complete cost of bringing that line out. Now, anybody that develops in a long answer, we can charge them a pro rata amount to hook into that pipe.
0: So the city can't, pick and choose. So if somebody opens a business, well, we like this person. So we're going to go ahead and spend taxpayer dollars to bring that utilities out. That's not fair. No, but nobody's there right now. Correct. So you're not bringing it out for a specific person. You're bringing it out for the taxpayers to hopefully draw business. Well,
1: yeah, it's a big bonus, but there's another benefit you don't think about is let's say we paved that road and we didn't put that sewer line under the road right now. You'd be and cutting it up. We'd be cutting into a brand new road to bring a sewer line through there, right? It would look pretty silly. It would look really silly. And that's where people go, oh, they just put down the road and they're cutting into it. What are they doing? I'm very happy with the fact that any road that's been put down in my administration, to my knowledge, we haven't had to cut into a new road that's been put down in the last eight years because. We're making sure that we're addressing the utility situation under the roads as we're doing the roads. So what made sense about this was not to lay down the road without the underlying infrastructure and then stubbing that infrastructure out to those properties so that when the property does develop, they don't even have to put basically a lateral trench. Into the road. It's already there. So they're already stubbed out away from the road. Right. So you'll be able to access those pipes without cutting into that brand new road, which is something that we actually have a city ordinance that says a developer can't cut into a brand new road in the first five years. So, (laughs) yeah, because it look, it's frustrating when. You put down a lot of money, millions and millions and millions of dollars. And then you see somebody go cut a trench in there. It just yeah. doesn't. It's, so even if the developer paid
0: to fix it, you still have a trench. You still they? have a
1: cut. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a weak spot. Yeah. And that's, that's like, uh, I don't know. That's, that's like using spray paint to patch a scratch on your car. Yeah, <laughs> and It's not going to cover it over. No. Right. It, it's just it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. Yeah. So there's just not a good way to fix it when you cut into the asphalt. So we always want to be very careful about that. And we're always trying to make sure that we are doing the best that we can with the taxpayers' dollars. So when we say city, the city this or the city that, what we mean is the taxpayers. And it's easy to, like, say, kind of desensitize it by saying the city. Well, it's just the city. No, it's not just the city. It's the citizens of Rio Rancho that make up the city. And we have to make sure that we're being absolutely prudent with the funds that we've been given stewardship over. And so that's the way we approach it. And in this particular case, I feel very confident that we'll probably see some sort of investment on that corner in the next year or so. But pretty soon we're going to be wrapping that project up. It's looking really, really great. I drove down it just this past week just to kind of get a feel. The roundabout looks really good down there. I noticed that all of the pads for the light fixtures that are going to go down the center, down the median, all the pads are there. They haven't installed the lights yet, but you can see they're getting ready for that. But the landscaping was all getting done. So it looked really Really great, and they're about ready to do what we call the top mat. And you know, you've seen this where they pave the road, but they're like two inches below the curb line, mm-hmm. okay. They do that intentionally where they pave it below the curve line and they come back and do a top mat because with all the heavy equipment on there, if you put the final mat on top, you're just going to gouge that up. So while they're running around with all their heavy equipment, they leave it a little bit lower and then they come back and seal it with a top mat. And so that way they're not destroying a brand new road. Yeah, They're gouging the under part, but they cover that and it fills it in. Correct. So, yeah. You don't Correct. see it. Correct. Yeah. See, there's a method to the madness, no matter what you think, right? They, know, <laughs> they do seem to know what they're doing. <laughs> they they yeah. do. They do. And it's, it's interesting to learn all that stuff as well because you're going, at first you scratch your head, what are they doing? And then you go just talk to them and they'll say, oh, well, we do this because of this and we do this because of this and we do this because of this. They really have a great pattern down for how they get those roads done. And that project has moved along really well. I think in the first maybe two weeks, there was some confusion around the traffic flows. But after everybody learned of where all the barrels were going to go and started kind of sticking to where the barrels were supposed to go, everybody kind of fell in line and it became kind of second nature. And at this point, all the traffic flows seem to have gone very well out there. I try to drive those projects at least once a week just to see where they're at and see how the traffic flows are going. And that one has moved along nicely. So looking forward to seeing that project wrap up probably within, I'm going to say in the next 30 to 60 days. And uh, really? it's looking real good.
0: Well, that'll be great for those folks out there and, and
1: bring new things to come. Yeah. And just in time to jump from that one to Enchanted Hills Boulevard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Derek, that's another wrap for today. Remember, today is Sunday is Funday. So if you don't have it in your plans to head out to Haynes Park, Put it in your plans, and we're going to see you out there at noon, from noon to 4. We'll have opening ceremonies at noon, and then we'll kick off the kickball tournament at about 12.15. And then I'll be out and about after that, kind of saying hello to everybody, getting to see everybody, and just being out in the community, which is something I love. I mean, I absolutely love being out there around everybody and just saying hi. And if you didn't get a chance to hear this whole show, remember, just go to your search engine, Type in Greg Hull, Marevry Rancho Podcast, and later today we'll have this show uploaded to the Greg Hull, Mayor of Rancho podcast on Spotify. So you can check out all the great things that are happening. So with that, Derek, I'll see you out there in a couple hours because I know KDSK is going to be broadcasting from Sunday is Fun Day from Booth K. Yes. So go out there and uh, get a bumper sticker. Can they come and get a bumper sticker Absolutely. from you? Okay. So come and get a KDSK bumper sticker and talk to Derek and say hello to Star. They're going to be out there broadcasting from Sunday is Fun Day. So it's going to be a total amount of fun. So go out there. We'll see you later. Make it a great day and God bless.